Welcome to episode 240 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Canada. This is the only podcast that implements on every single show Christopher Franchi's Pinball Podcasting Tips. It's sweeping the nation. I mean, those tips, they're spreading from Asia to Europe to America. Every pinball podcaster out there is figuring out how they can implement them. But luckily for this show, we, we, we put them in place from the very beginning. All right. Thank you, Christopher. We really appreciate those tips. All right. Here's what we're going to do on episode 240 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. We're just going to do a little news sort of segment. We're going to go down on what's happening with each manufacturer. I want to talk about that. We haven't done that in a while. We've been doing a lot of nice, long interviews for you guys to enjoy. Um, I also want to talk about the definitive pinball podcasting list that is on Pinside right now. I want to I chat about um, one podcast that is missing from that list. Um, I don't have any new emails from you guys. So if you want to talk about anything pinball on this show, email me at canadapinball at gmail.com. And I'm actually going to start this show by asking you guys to email me questions for someone who is going to come on the show tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow evening, I am going to be interviewing uh, Jerry from P3 Multimorphic about his platform and his games, okay? Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to email me at canadapinball at gmail.com any questions that you would like me to ask Jerry. Any questions. I don't have to say your name. I can ask the questions anonymously. I will make sure that none of the questions are uh, either you know highly offensive or, or derogatory, so don't, don't be a jerk. Um, but I would ask anything you want of Jerry. So please do that because I want to make some of what our conversation is about um, your questions to him. And Jerry hit me up. And the reason he wants to talk is he has some uh, questions about some of the coverage I've been giving P3 Multimorphic. So as I always say to everybody, come on the show, let's discuss it, let's have a good conversation, and the floor is yours. I mean, this podcast does, n does not hide from interviewing anyone, giving anyone the chance who wants it to have the floor and talk about pinball. And I think what's funny, uh, out, you know, funny for you guys to, to know is that some of the most prolific people who post on the forums and talk so much about pinball, guys like Crazy Levy, guys like Iceman, all right? Do, do you not think I have extended invites to those two gentlemen so many times? And every time there's some reason why they can't do it. So here's what I'd like to do, because I know they both listen. I think they do. I would love to have Iceman and Crazy Levy. You know, we should also get KPG into it. Let's get all of them on to this podcast for some amazing battle royale of the most prolific and outspoken pinball personalities out there on the forums. Let's see if they accept that challenge. If we can do it, let's give them some time, you know, because they've always got so many excuses. Let's give them to the end of June to accept that offer. And they know my email. They know me on Facebook. They know how to get me. Heck, they even have my cell phone. They can text me. All right. Let's go down the list of what's happening with manufacturers right now in the pinball hobby. So here's Stern Pinball, right? They are they are uh, selling Iron Maidens left and right, and we have uh, Iron Maiden has been revealed now for it feels like over a month, right? Now I know for a fact, this is 100% fact, that Iron Maiden premium artwork 
has been approved for a while. All right, not just like yesterday, not a week ago, for a while. So it really begs the question, why is Stern waiting to reveal the Iron Maiden premium artwork to people? They have never, never, ever, ever, ever in the history of a new game release made people wait this long to see one of the art packages on the game. And I think it's really weird, right? Because all it leads people to do is have to buy only knowing two out of the three options for Iron Maiden. And it's not really even an option for many people because the limited edition games have sold out. So if you want to buy an Iron Maiden right now, you have no idea when premiums are shipping. You have no idea what it looks like. You, if you want to buy an LE, you've got to pay more than sticker price for it. Uh, if you want to buy a Pro, uh, I think they're also delayed. Uh, but I think the real reason the real reason they're doing this, I think they're just trying to get the LEs out to all the LE buyers before showing the premium. I mean, that is the only thing I can think of. Like, why wouldn't they just show it? And I do feel like the LE buyers, while they're getting an amazing game, um, they were forced to buy this game without all the information. They probably would have wanted to know uh, if they were making the decision the right decision for them uh, because we know that the power slave artwork the egyptian themed artwork on the premium is going to be freaking awesome we also know that the premium is going to have its exclusive topper that is going to be egyptian power slave theme so think about that for a minute the topper for iron maiden that is going to go on to the premium is actually the exclusive one and i'm, I'm hearing that the topper that is going to go on the le is the same topper that goes on the pro so it sounds like the premium is getting some even special, almost limited or exclusivity applied to it. Um, I just hope we see it soon. I hope we see it soon. I, I, I don't like ever asking people to make a decision without knowing um, everything they need to know. Because I think in any business, when the early adopters get screwed, I always think that's just bad business practice. It happens all the time. It doesn't just happen in pinball. It happens in so many other categories where they know there's a group of people that are just going to rush to buy. All right. So that being said, we are starting to see lots and lots of LEs find new homes. Um, that is great to see. I, the game looks gorgeous. The game looks gorgeous. I, you know, I, I normally can look at a game and say that uh, you know, I would change this, I would change that. There's really not much I would change in Iron Maiden. There, there really isn't. The only thing I wish they would have done is allowed Zombie Yeti to create artwork that went around the armor, but that's such a tiny, tiny, insignificant little nitpicking thing. Um, I'm reading the pin side thread, and yeah, there are some people out there that are having tiny little issues with their games, but you know, here's the thing. I think people forget the, the volume of pinball machines that Stern sends out to people. And we always sort of seem to have this, you know, the same types of people seem to always have the issues with their games. I was reading that KPG, uh, you know, he he was confused about how the, like the mummy captive ball target worked and was the sensor working and this and that. And I, sometimes, sometimes, I really wish people would just frame um, their their issues a little differently because instead of 
declaring that you have an issue, maybe just ask, like, is this normal first before you're like, my, my game is not working right. It's broken. And people are like, actually, that's how it comes, my friend. Um, but for the most part, I think people are enjoying their maidens and the, the quality issues at Stern. They're always going to have some problems because of the sheer volume of games they send out. So I don't think there's anything major wrong with the game. I think people are enjoying it. Um, what else is going on at Stern Pinball? So as you know, Zombie Yeti did not come on the show. Uh, I, as I said, he was supposed to be a guest. I was talking to Jeremy about coming on, and he said he would come on. And th then he just decided not to respond to any of my future Facebook messages. I heard from Zach at, at Stern Pinball that uh, nobody at Stern would be coming on the show. And I'm fine with that. Zombie Yeti is a great guy. Jeremy's a great guy. He went over, he went over uh, to Head to Head Pinball to do a little chat with Marty and Ryan, which if you guys are interested, you should def definitely check that out. Um, I do wish he would have just like, correspondent with me that's the one thing about pinball people man everyone on some level like that that are like entrenched in pinball they get they get shady and flaky at times and i just don't understand why like jeremy we're friends i get it i get why stern is gonna blacklist me um we are the most controversial pinball podcast out there uh but at least just hit me up like man to man and be like hey man i can't do the show that would be nice I, I, you know, no one likes to be ignored, especially when they've already had some prior commitment made. And that's all I ask. And that's it. I still think you're one of the most talented and incredible artists. And I look forward to your artwork on Deadpool, which I have seen. And it is freaking amazing. You guys are going to love Deadpool, um, designed by George Gomez, coming out in summer of 2018, which Stern would not like you to know. Um, what else would Stern not like you to know in this little bit of a rumor mill from Canada's Pinball Podcast? You know, now that Stern has basically come out and said, nothing for you, Chris. We're not going to give you anything. It's not the right time. So here's what I'm going to do. Because Stern said to me, it's not the right time, we'll let you know when it's the right time. Let me, should I reveal stuff that's just not the right time? Should, should, I, should I do the complete opposite of what Stern is doing to me? Um, I don't think there's much I can tell you guys that you don't already know. Um, but I will pull something out of my little Canada rumor hat. All right, let's see. Munsters, which is not even like a rumor anymore. It is actually happening this October, November. Um, I know that Munsters is being designed by John Borg. All right, and now I know John Borg is saying that this is his greatest design yet, that he's putting as much as he can into this game. You know what that means? That Munsters is probably a reskin of Metallica. <laughs> no, we're just kidding. But um, I also know that they would like to put even more in the game, and they would might like to release a possible Munsters Super Limited Edition. But to do that, they have to get permission from Mr. Gary Stern. Now, I hear Gary, he's all about the bottom line. Like, when stuff gets yanked out of a game, it is Mr. Gary Stern who is keeping that ship afloat. And look, here's the thing, though. You'll never know. You'll never know if they got what they wanted in or if stuff was taken out because Stern is smart. They give you a game that you can decide to either buy or pass on, but they don't let you in on the development process and the prototype versions of the games, and you don't feel like stuff was yanked out. Um, I will say this. 
I know this perturbs them that I talk about some of these future titles. I think they should just relax because everyone who listens to this podcast is addicted to pinball. They're going to buy your machine, Stern, whether or not like I reveal photos of it, whether or not I don't talk about it, that you have these people. They are like addicted to the drug that I talk about. But here's the good news for you, Stern. You're the drug dealers. The drug dealers make the money. The guys who just do podcasts about the drugs but don't manufacture the drugs, they get jack shit, all right? I've got zero money. You know, if I could if I could put pinball in a dime bag and sell it on the corner, I would to these guys when, at the different shows and expos, all right? All right, what else is going on in the pinball world? Um, if you guys have an Iron Maiden, uh, I would check out Measle Mods. Uh, they have some really cool stuff going on. They're working on a lot of the lighting features of the game. They have a play field. They have a plastic protector for the center ramp shot. Um, it's always fun. And I think Maiden is one of these games where uh, a lot of awesome mods are going to be made for Iron Maiden. And so if you have a Maiden, check out what they're doing over there. I wonder if our friend um, Yellow Bird, who made all those amazing mods for Batman 66, if he is going to approach making mods for Iron Maiden. I would love to see what he comes up with. Would love it. I mean, the guy's work has just transformed everyone's Batman game. Speaking of Batman, there hasn't been a code update for an entire month, which has people wondering when. When I say people, probably 20 people. Um, here's the thing about Batman 66. The game feels finished. The game feels finished as it is. There are a few things missing, and I want to talk about what those things are. Um, for the SLE owners, the thing that is missing is your personal callout. Uh, I still think it's laughable that this is not in the game. Maybe this is the final cherry on top of the, you know, Sunday that Stern is going to give the 80 people who spend $15,000 on a pinball machine. Um, but when I talk to Lyman at TPF, he made it sound like it's kind of difficult because they're going to have to send out 80 different uh, update files to each owner corresponding with their name. And you know what, Lyman, here's the deal. Lyman, everyone in Stern, listen to me right now. These people spend $15,000 on those machines. I get it's a little bit more work, but do the work. You promised them this. And here's the sad part is Adam West recorded not only those personalized callouts for these buyers before he died, he also recorded an awesome um, voice message recording for these people to put on their phones so when people call, it's like, Chris is busy. He's answering the bat phone. You, you know, it's like, he's or he's out fighting crime or playing pinball, whatever it was. And they haven't given that to the owners yet. And I just, for the, I just, I think it's time um, that the SLE owners are made whole with what they were promised. All right. And also the other thing, major thing missing are the minor villains. So the minor villains, right now, there's only one minor villain for season three. And there's like grayed out, areas for like the other villains that will be selectable eventually uh, but after that you know the only other things i think people want to see i think they want to see the crane implement it much more it's this awesome mech that is hardly used i also think they would like to see the villain vision have some more functionality that the villains will actually taunt you on the little tv screen uh, and finally just more more penguin quacking People want penguin quacking. Brenda, you're telling me to rush it. It's 8.12. You said you're leaving at 8.45. 8.15? Three minutes? You said a quarter. No, my class begins at 9. I've got to be there to register. Can I bring this computer to you? No. 
All right, well, you give me five minutes. Is that fine? All right, five minutes. We're going to end this thing quickly then. All right, sorry, Brenda. All right, let me just do a quick update. All right, so unexpected. Unexpected. See, life happens. I'm going to go quickly here. Um, Jersey Jack Pinball. You know, Iceman has a great suggestion for us that they should reveal Willy Wonka really soon and, and because the hype for Pirates of the Caribbean is completely dead. Now, here's the thing, Iceman. Um, that is terrible advice, but Iceman's not completely wrong. Jersey Jack needs to get on a schedule where he reveals more than, releases more than one game every 18 months. And, you know, I just think we're at the point now where they can't if they can't get to the kind of reveal release schedule that Stern can get to and it's not even about number of games it's just simply about here's Pirates of the Caribbean Pirates of the Caribbean is going to ship in like a few weeks um, that is what they need to get to right and and more titles isn't really the answer it's more about one thing see Jersey Jack will never compete with Stern on volume and and, and cadence what Jersey Jack needs is is one thing and one thing only they need to make every game a hit they need to make every game so good that people say I need to have this game I you know I only live once I need to go in on this game. This is I, I don't care what it costs. I'm buying this game. And we know that through all of his titles, Jersey Jack has failed to accomplish that simple feat. He hasn't made a game that people just want so badly. We've never seen a Jersey Jack game sell for more than it was before it even was released. Look at, I just sold Iron Maiden, a $9,000 game, for $12,000. And, 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 and look at it. And, and, and Jack puts so much more into his games, and he can't create the same sort of frenzy. And again, like I, I, I hope he gets there. We just haven't seen it yet. All right, I'm going to go quickly. Highway Pinball. Um, let's see. Playboy Pinball by Barrio. There's a Playboy video that Barrio designed. It's absolutely embarrassing. It's a terrible design. It's a creepy game. It, you know, just something about like this girl like pushing her cleavage together, knowing that Barrio is standing over that machine. That just creeps me the fuck out. Um, I think people need to stop thinking Barrio is like the, the greatest designer ever because all the designs I'm seeing that he did at Highway, nothing that nothing special. I think he's a, a pinball designer from from like yesteryears. I'm I'm not sure he can make a modern great pen. It also just shows that the final nail was in the coffin for Andrew Highway. That was never going to work. All right. I'm going quickly because Brendan's got to take the computer. Um, let's see. A group of people are trying to fix alien pinball machines. Those group of people will fail horribly at it. All right. Spooky pinball. Rob Zombies. They're not even selling for $4,500 now. Think about that. The game is now lost like $1,500 in value uh, and there's only 300 of them. I just think this is indicative of if you don't build a good game in this climate, it doesn't matter if you're spooky, doesn't matter if you're like a nice guy, doesn't matter if you have a family, it doesn't matter if you know you're just trying to keep pinball alive. Your 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 games are going to go down in value, and people are going to be hesitant about going in on the new ones. All right, Chicago Gaming Company. Um, they're not going to make it to the Northwest show with their new title. People owners are like saying, "Can they just let us know what the title is?" Ah, uh, you know, look. I read some guy, his name was, uh, let's see, doo -doo 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 -doo, Roger Dodger. He says, I'm in the market for a new, new inbox pinball machine. However, my hands are tied with making a, a decision as I don't know what the next CGC remake will be. You know, it's like these people that complain that they, sh because they don't know, they're like 
complaining about it. Like your hands are tied because you can't buy your your $8,000 pinball machine when you'd like to. You have to wait. You know, these guys like have pinball machines. Just, you know, here's the thing. Turn off the forums. Stop like waiting for it and and just go enjoy the games you have and when they announce it they'll announce it what they're not going to like do it just to appease you it is kind of funny that they just won't reveal it considering we already know what the game is because they're all remakes like nothing that happens on the game is going to be uh innovative or like uh you know new to us it, it's going to be all in the display of what they do to these games in the topper which is not going to change gameplay at all all right let me just sign off real quick brennan give me one minute i'm going to say this there is a pin side definitive pinball podcast list. And on it, there's like, there's like, it looks like there's over 20 pinball podcasts that are listed on there as the definitive pinball podcast. And there is not one mention of Canada's pinball podcast. Now, if you don't think that this is totally indicative of the, of the ridiculousness of pin side and the moderators, pretending that the Twippy award winning pinball podcast, the only one that's transparent with my listeners, you know, pretending I don't exist is like taking, it's like saying that North Korea shouldn't be on the map. Like we're just going to remove it from every map that's out there. And I just think it's embarrassing. I think you guys who listen should, should like hit up your moderators and just be the fact that you can't even list me on there. Like I'm banned from the site guys. I can't cause any problems. I'm banned. Just listing me on that site creates such a an issue for Robin and Forceflow. And I love too that people are saying that I use bots to get my listener base up. That is such bullshit. I get 1,500 on average dedicated listeners to this show. I thank all you guys for listening. And I just wanna say, I know you're not a bot. I don't use bots. I think people just need to swallow that red pill and enter the real world where Canada's Pinball Podcast is probably the most frequently listened to pinball podcast out there because we're doing something right, because we're adding value, because you enjoy it. It's entertaining. I mean, don't even get me started on the, some of these new pinball podcasts out there, like the Meltdown Pinball Podcast. It's like, it's like, come on. Like, should you don't, they don't want me. Some of these new pinball podcasts don't want me to actually listen to their shows and review them. You know what? I don't need to because you'll listen to them and you'll see some of the garbage that is being put up on the airwaves now. Boring, drunken, rambling garbage that is going up. This is the new thing now. This is the new trend. Everyone who has a thought about pinball wants to put on a mic and have a pinball podcast. And I highly welcome it. You know, step into my dojo, motherfuckers. We're, this is the Cobra Kai of... Brenda, you're turning on the water. I'm about to finish. This is the Cobra Kai of pinball podcast. We, we do. We do this to entertain and educate you but we will kick the ass out of all the little pinball podcasts that don't have their shit together and have no skills to put on the mic all right there fear does not exist on this podcast you know no mercy everyone have a good day i gotta go brendan's gotta take the computer i'm gonna just upload this real quick you're under the guns are you taking on the from a friend who